0: The CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... Come in. Welcome. I'm E.G. Marshall. Welcome to the world... No, no, not your imagination this time, but that of a man, a writer, who had more than enough for both of us. This time, then, I bid you relax, let your imagination take a holiday, as I bring you not only a story of horror, but of wit and brilliance. Oscar Wilde's The Picture of Dorian Gray. But the portrait of you, Dorian, the portrait I painted of you, it is hideous, Dorian. What does this mean? It means that the wish- the frightful wish I made in your studio eighteen months ago was granted impossible. The room is damp, mildew has got into the canvas. The paints I used had some mineral poison in them. I tell you the thing is impossible. This is the face of-of a monster, yes, Hallward, the face of a monster, the face of my soul. Our mystery drama, *The Picture of Dorian Gray*, was especially adapted from the Oscar Wilde classic for the Mystery Theater by George Lothar, and stars Nick Pryor. It is sponsored in part by Anheuser-Busch Incorporated, brewers of Budweiser, and Buick Motor Division. I'll be back shortly with Act One. Nothing is new under the sun. Women's lib is as old as the Greeks. And the vaunted liberality of our times, you know, do your own thing. Live today, pay tomorrow. Whatever is pleasurable is right, was more than anticipated by a certain Victorian named Oscar Wilde, who in 1891 wrote the picture of Dorian Gray. Come with me now to the London studio of the celebrated portrait painter Basil Hallward. A handsome young man, Dorian Gray, is having his portrait painted as he chats with Lord Henry Wotton, a rather dissolute, depraved man about town. Please don't move about so much, Dorian. And don't pay any attention to what Lord Henry says. He has a very bad influence on people. Have you, Lord Henry, a bad influence on people? (laughs) There is no such thing as a good influence, Mr. Gray. All influence is immoral. Oh, why? Because to influence a person is to give him one's own soul. He does not think his own thoughts or burn with his natural passions. Ah, and so when one person influences another, if you were to influence me, for example, your individuality would be to that degree destroyed. Uh, Just turn your head a little more to the right, Dorian. Well, I doubt if you could influence me very much, Sir Henry. I'm told you're a very wicked man. Wicked? (laughs) I only believe in living my life fully, completely, in giving expression to every thought reality, to every dream. Most men believe in virtue. I believe in sin. In sin? Dorian, don't move, please. But of course. The only way to get rid of a temptation is to yield to it. A provocative thought, Lord Henry. The truth, nothing more. You, Mr. Gray, you yourself, a fresh youth of 20 summers, you have already had passions that made you afraid. Thoughts that filled you with terror, daydreams and sleeping dreams whose mere memory might bring a flush of shame to your cheeks. Uh, perhaps. Take my advice. Live while you're young. Youth is the one thing worth having. Oh, I don't feel that way, Lord Henry. <laughs> because you are young. Have your youth? But someday when you're old and wrinkled and ugly, when thought has seared your forehead with its lines... And passion branded your lips with its hideous fires. Then you will feel it. You will feel it terribly. You talk too much, Harry. And frankly, I don't much care for these thoughts you're putting into Dorian's head. Well, you will not talk any longer. The portrait is finished. Come and look at it. Oh. Well, Dorian, what is it? Why did you draw back from your portrait? Don't you like it? Uh, I, I, I like it too much too much. Well, what do you mean? You have... You have painted me as I am, but as Lord Henry just said, someday I shall be old, wrinkled, ugly. come, oh, well, Mr. Gray, don't take me too seriously. Many, many years will pass before you were old. <laughs> but... But why should it be that way? Why should this portrait keep what I must lose? Oh, if it were only the other way, it... The picture could change, and, and I could always be what I am now. I'd <laughs> I'd sell my soul to the devil if that could be true. Oh, there's the, a portrait the portrait's oh, falling to the floor. God in heaven, Howford, Lord Henry. You don't think the devil heard me, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing as supernatural as all that, Dorian. I've been meaning to fix a cracked leg in that easel for weeks, since it finally broke, that's all. Is the portrait damaged? No, not in the least. Are you, Mr. Gray? I damaged? Did you mean what you said about selling your soul to the devil? Uh, I. I'm not sure. <laughs> but you, you never know. If, if the portrait could grow old instead of me, I. I, I think I might. I. I really think I might. <laughs> Mr. Gray. Yes, Parker, what is it? Miss Vane calling, sir. At this hour of the morning, it's not yet ten o'clock. Well, show her in, Parker.
1: Thank you, Parker, but I'm already in.
0: Yes. Sybil, my darling, this is indeed a surprise.
1: An unpleasant one, Dorian.
0: Oh, my dear, we're engaged to be married. How could seeing you be unpleasant?
1: Well, since you haven't seen me in over a week and have broken two engagements with me, I thought it might be.
0: Oh, no, no, not at all. It's it's just that I've I've been terribly busy. Come now. Don't frown at me like that. Give me a kiss to show you forgive me.
1: Oh, Dorian, you smell of brandy.
0: I I had a drink, yes. So early in the day? Well, I wasn't feeling well. I thought it might make me feel better.
1: Dorian, what's happened? Happened? You've changed. You're not the same man I fell in love with, consented to marry. You haven't been the same since that portrait of you over the fireplace came into this house. No,
0: that's a silly thing to say. You're, you're certainly not blaming my portrait for what I do.
1: No. I simply date the change in you from the day it was finished. But there is no change in me. You only imagine... But did I imagine you're not calling on me in a week? Did I imagine you're ignoring my message? And... And the stories that I'm hearing about you, do I imagine them? What
0: What stories?
1: Stories concerning you and Lord Henry Watton. Stories so coarse, so vile that I, I dare not repeat them.
0: He is anything but wicked, Sybil. He he he, he lives differently from most others, that's all. He, he he believes in doing what you want to do, in, in living freely,
1: without constraint. Do you believe in that, too? Uh... I, I I don't quite know. Dorian, darling, it's one thing to be free, another to be depraved. You think me depraved? I think that you're easily led and that Lord Henry is leading you into a life you'll have reason to regret. Oh, Dorian, don't look at me as if you hated me. I'm only saying these things to you because I love you. I love you deeply, devotedly. Passionately. You're
0: so precious to me. So precious, I think I'd die if anything happened to you. Oh, forgive me, Sybil. You're you 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 are just as precious to me. It's as, as, as precious as life itself.
1: Oh, Dorian, my dear. Oh,
0: sweetheart. Are you free this evening? Can you dine with me? Of course. Then I'll call for you at eight sharp. Oh,
1: wonderful. I'll spend the entire day looking forward. What? Odd. What? Your portrait.
0: Odd. What's odd about it?
1: Well, this is only the second time I've seen it, but it—it it seemed to me that the, that the first time I saw it, it, it seems that it was a superb likeness oh, of you. Oh, it
0: is. It is. Basil Hallward is one of the most brilliant portrait painters in all of Europe.
1: Yes, there's no doubt of that. But, but there's something a little wrong with the mouth.
0: <laughs> Darling, there's always something a little wrong with the mouth.
1: <laughs> no, be, be serious. Your mouth is gentle and sensitive, almost tender. And the mouth of the portrait, well, don't you see it? it? It has almost a cruel look about it.
0: Nonsense. It must be the light.
1: No, I think it's more No, than you none.
0: imagine things. Tonight at eight... Mm. Ah, I knew that was you turning into Bond Street. Oh, hello, Basil. How are you? Let me look at you. Oh, by heaven, you're the handsomest young Hellion in all of London. Hellion? There's a good deal of talk going on round about your escapades, Dorian. Yours and Lord Henry. I think it's called sowing one's wild oats, Basil. Nothing more. I'm not sure. You certainly don't look as if you've been leading a dissipated life. Clear eyes, healthy skin. Ah, you delight my painter's eye, Dorian. But of course, that's why I wanted to do your portrait in the first place. And why I want your permission to exhibit it. Exhibit it? Yes. I, uh, I'm afraid I can't. Well, you can't? Let's say I prefer not to. Oh. I see. Well, it's, it's yours, of course, and you've every right to do with it as you wish. And I don't wish it to be exhibited. No hard feelings, I hope. Why, no, no, of course not. Uh, Dorian, will you be home later in the day? Yes. Why? Well, it needs to be varnished, uh, the portrait. It's more than a month now since I finished it. Time to give it a protective coating. Uh, shall we say four o'clock? Well, shall we? Uh, I'm afraid you've forced me to tell you something I'd uh, I'd rather not reveal to you, Basil. Oh? There isn't any portrait. I destroyed it. What? Oh, you you don't mean that. I do indeed. You destroyed one of my finest... Why... In heaven's name, man, why? I... Uh, simply didn't care for it, that's all. Well, you liked it well enough the first time you saw oh, it. Very true. But the, the more I looked at it, the the, the, the more I felt it wasn't me. Well, huh. I see that the stories about you are true. I was afraid they might be once I heard you'd become close friends with Harry you Your friend, too, Basil? Yes, but I'm older than you by 20 years, Dorian, and not easily led... Or rather misled. I am not being misled. I'm being taught, instructed, if you will, in what real pleasures life can hold if one will only let himself go. Remove it, sir. You heard me, Parker. I want the portrait taken down from over the fireplace and carted off to the attic. Whatever you say, sir, of course. But might I venture to suggest that if you had it placed in a different light. What has a different light to do about it? The light changes a good deal during the day, and the portrait seems to change with it. You... You've noticed the change, then? Oh, yes, sir. The changes that take place in the differing light altogether are fascinating, sir. Much as I shall be sorry to deprive you of your entertainment, Parker, have it taken to the attic. I'll do it first thing in the morning, sir. No, damn it! You'll do it now! It would seem that Dorian Gray's wish is coming true. That the portrait is beginning to show the ravages of his dissipations. Not he. But if that is so, and certainly it seems to be, what price will he be forced to pay before the end is reached? Who sells his soul to the devil deals with a harsh bargainer. I'll be back shortly with Act Two. Fearing the loss of youth, even though only 20 years old, young Dorian Gray states that he would be willing to sell his soul to the devil if he could remain young always, while Basil Hallward's portrait of him grows old. Seemingly, the devil has taken him at his word. For as Dorian Gray becomes more depraved and dissolute, the portrait shows the increasing ravages of the life he leads, while he remains the same handsome youth who sat for the picture some months ago. But his fiancée, Sybil Vane, is not fooled.
1: I beg you, as you love me, Dorian, give up this, this sordid life, this life of
0: gutter pleasures. How do you know what kind of life I lead, Sybil? You don't live it with me. Report of your
1: disgusting escapades. Yours and Lord Henry's are known in every drawing room in London. If you love me, you'll give them up. Ah.
0: But you see, that's the point. I don't love you.
1: Don't say that, Dorian. Even if you mean it only to wound me to strike back, don't say
0: it. It's of no consequence to me whether I wound you or not. You're...
1: You're
0: not yourself. Not myself. My dear, I am more myself than I have ever been in all my life before. In any case, I am sufficiently myself to tell you now what, for so-called reasons of decency, I have not told you before. I no longer love you. In fact, Sybil, I'm true with you.
1: Dorian, you loved me. No longer? You gave me your heart, your very soul. My
0: heart I take back. As for my soul... It belongs to another, I'm afraid.
1: I can't can't believe this. You look unchanged. You look as you've always looked gentle and tender, compassionate and kind. But you are not. You're cruel and vicious and ruthlessly selfish. You've become an animal. Be grateful, then, that
0: I'm releasing you from any obligation we may have had. And please, don't be tiresome. Just go now, won't you? I love you. Whom did you say, Parker? Mr. Basil Holward, sir. Mm, that's who I thought you said. Well, I'm already late for the opera. Tell him I'm not at home. Yes, sir. I'm sorry, Mr. Holward, but Mr. Gray is not. Mr. Hallward, please! You can't go in there! How dare you I must see you I thought you wished never to see me again I am not here from choice, Dorian What did you do to Sybil Vane? I? Nothing Whatever has been done to Sybil Vane She did to herself What do you mean by that nonsense? Simply that I told her I no longer love her And want none of her Sybil Is dead, Dorian By her own hand Pity and now, if you'll excuse me. You, you aren't going to the opera. Why, yes. You have just heard of the death of the woman you loved. The woman who took her own life for love of you. And you can go to the opera. Death, my dear Hallward, is a most unpleasant subject. And I live only for pleasure. Good night. Coming. Coming. Why, Mr. Dorian, sir, did you forget your key? Damn it, man. Would I be standing out here in the cold, banging away at the door if I hadn't? Come in, Harry. Sir Henry, uh, let me take your hat and cloak, sir. You may go to bed, Parker. Thank you, sir. Good night. Well, and where shall we go after a brandy or two, Harry? I shall go home, I think. (laughs) But the evening's young. I am not. A brandy or two will revive you. And then we'll be off to where? I'm in the mood for a pipe myself. No opium for me tonight, Dorian. Ah, oh, come along now. We'll go to that little dive down in Wapping by the dark. No, not tonight. But you can't ask me to go alone. I'm not asking you to go at all. Harry, what's come over you? Age, my dear fellow. I get tired these days. I am growing old, Dorian. A life of pleasure does exact payment. Though I must say, you look as if you keep up with your payments easily. I have no complaint. How do you do it? In the last six months since we first met in Hallward's studio, we have indulged ourselves in every form of vice, every variety of sin, giving full vent to our passions, and yet, look at me. I have aged 20 years in these six months keeping up with you. But you, you're as fresh and healthy and young as ever you were. How do you do it? Shall I show you my secret? Show me? I keep a diary. A rather remarkable diary, Harry. In it is recorded every single action of mine since... since that fatal day. Fatal day? The day we met. I thought you were grateful for our meeting. Why do you say fatal day? Come and read my diary, and you'll see. Oh, bring your brandy. All these stairs, Dorian, where are you taking me? The attic. Keep your diary in the attic. You'll see. Here we are. Wait a moment. While I light a candle. All right, Harry. There. In that corner. I can't see a thing. Too dark. Too many shadows. It's a dark diary, Harry. And it has many shadows. Here. Take this candle. Now. Go forward. Good Lord. I thought you'd be shocked, Harry. Shocked? I'm shattered. Where did you get this? This hideous painting? Basil Holward. Impossible. Basil never painted anything as unholy, ungodly as this. Well, really, he didn't. I did. You? And you? Dorian, I'm tiring quickly of your veiled answers. What is this thing? It is a portrait done by Basil Holward. It is the portrait of Dorian Gray. Of you? This? Is the portrait he finished that day? It was. It no longer is. But I don't understand that... What has happened here? <laughs> what indeed? Dorian, tell me. what. I made a wish in Holwood studio, you remember? No. I said I would willingly sell my soul to the devil if I could remain forever youthful. No matter what excesses of physical pleasure I indulged in... And only this portrait aged. Yes. Now I remember, yes. The devil heard. And remembered. Even though you did not. But, this is... It's incredible. So have been the vile delights you revealed to me, Harry. The uh, gutter pleasures as Sybil terminal, them. Sybil Vane, your fiancée. Yes. She's dead, Harry. Oh, no. Ah, yes. And by her own hands. She sure, was Why? Why? She was such a lovely thing, fresh as a rose, innocent as a new fallen snowflake. You break my heart to tell me this. Why would she have done such a thing? Oh, well, she didn't. I did. You? And again, you. Damn, enough of this, I say. What in hell's name are you giving at? I think the truth. What truth? that you were wrong, tragically wrong. You said that day, that day in Basil's studio, the body sins once and has done with its sin, for action is a mode of purification. Oh, Harry, Harry, how wrong you were. Not wrong, (laughs) beaten, whipped, vanquished, conquered by my own vices. And you led me into a life of sin. Led? Who led? You wanted it. I tell you truly that I have never been so appalled by such viciousness as I found in you. You said... That day, you said... The only way to get rid of temptation is to yield to it. But I might have added that the only way to overcome temptation is to fight it. What are you holding there in your hand? I can't see in the candlelight. What? A knife. What are you going to do with it? Kill you. Why? You deserve to die. Or put another way, you don't deserve to live. You will never learn, will you? Life isn't something you deserve. It's a burden you must carry. Then be grateful to me, Harry. I am about to relieve you... Of yours! Uh, No! uh, Mm. A good deed. Well done. Do you not agree, portrait? Speak to me, my likeness. My soul. Have I not done well to rid the world of this creature? Speak! I tell you, speak! Speak! What's this? The hands. The hands of the portrait. Bloodied. One with the blood of Harry. But the other? Ah, yes. Sybil. Poor, dear, innocent Sybil. Oh, Lord! I fall on my knees and beg you... Forgive me. Forgive me. I knew not what I did. You knew. You knew. You, you. that the pleasure of minutes must be paid for in hours. As you sow, so shall you reap. Is that it? Appears that way. Well, Dorian Gray sowed much seed and his reaping of the harvest was not yet over. As we'll hear when I return shortly with Act Three. grind slowly, but they grind exceeding fine, as they did and were yet to do for Dorian Gray. See him as he sits now, near three in the morning, in the library of his London house. A youth uncommonly handsome, not a line in his attractive face. The personification of young innocence. Yet in the attic above stands the portrait of not him, but his soul a soul made hideous by unmentionable sins Basil, I am grateful to you for coming I, I, I cannot tell you how grateful you should be candidly, I don't know why I came but the message you sent with Parker well, I'd be inhuman not to answer such a plea even from the likes of you sit down, let me give you a brandy no, now tell me what you want of me and be quick about it oh, I need your help, I am desperate so I gathered from your message will you help me? I should not be here at three in the morning otherwise. Yes, I'll help you if I can. Though you don't deserve it. I'll do it for the friendship we once had. Well, I... I went to the opera tonight with Sir Henry. You forget I brought you the news of Sybil Vane's death. Oh, yes, yes, and you were scandalized, justifiably so, that that I should still attend the opera. When I return here, Harry and I quarreled, and Basil... I killed him. Dorian. I stabbed him to death. At this moment, his body lies upstairs in the attic. The attic? It was there I killed him in, 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 in a sudden fit of rage. What in the world were you doing in the attic? I had taken him there to show him my portrait. What portrait? The one you did of me. The one I... But, Dorian, you told me you destroyed it. I lied. I I, I didn't want you to exhibit it. You, you couldn't have in any case, but I... I... I didn't even want you to see it. Why in heaven's name not? You will see when we go up. You want me to go up there? Basil, you... You you must get rid of the body for me. What? Are you mad? It would involve me in a murder. A murder for which you bear as much responsibility as I... Responsibility I bear as much as... You painted the portrait. You introduced me to Sir Henry. Had it not been for either, I, I... I should not be in this frightful situation. Nonsense. You can't blame me for what you yourself... Help me. I beg you. I tell you, no. Get someone else, anyone, or do it yourself. I can't. I dare not touch the body. I dare not even go near it. It revolts me. If... I say if... I were to consent to this, how am I to get rid of the body you came in your carriage. Did you not? Yes. All right. All right. You have only to carry the body down from the attic, put it in your carriage, drive to the river, and dump it in. What if I am seen? Well, you must take care not to be. Basil, please, for the friendship you once bore me, for the responsibility you do bear in all this, whether you agree or not, please, well, I can at least go up with you and, and see what may be done. Thank you, Basil. Thank you. I'll, I'll take the candelabra. Follow me. Take care, Basil. Don't stumble. Was my friend. But I cannot help but say the world is well rid of him. As it will be of me. I'll not deny it. Now, where is the portrait? Oh, you don't want to see that. Dorian, if you wish me to help you get rid of Harry's body, then you'll have to let me see the portrait. It's that or nothing. Very well. It's there, in the corner. Here, take the candelabra. Oh, thank you. You see? Oh. But this is horrible. It's hideous. I never painted this. No. I did. No, oh, it can't be. The room is damp. Mildew has got into the canvas. That would account for the the green splotches on the cheeks. The paints I used had some mineral poison in them. Hence the cancerous growths on the nose, the forehead. Oh, heaven help me. This is the face of a... of a monster. Yes, Basil. The face of a monster. If this... If the face is you... of my soul. If this... If this is what you are, truly are. It is. I am. Then I have nothing to do with it. Oh, you're not human. You're a devil. A fiend. Oh, let me out of here. Wait. You said you'd help. I must get out of here. I must leave this hellhole you call a hollow. Basil. No, come back. Help me, Basil. You must help me. <laughs> help me. Someone help me. Oh, help me. Help <laughs> me. Yes, come. What now, Parker? You have visitors, sir. Who? Uh, Miss Catherine Wilson from British Charities. Oh, yes. Yes, show, show her in. Uh, uh, Parker? Sir, you conveyed my order to the other servants? About the attic, oh, yes. No one will enter the attic, sir, without your permission. Not even you. Not even I, sir. Show Miss Wilson in. You come this way, Miss Wilson. Miss Catherine Wilson. Good of you to come, Miss Wilson. Won't you sit down?
1: Thank you, Mr. Gray. May I say it's good of you to wish to contribute so handsome a sum to our charity?
0: Yes. Tell, tell tell me about your charity. How how will the money I give you be spent?
1: Oh, in many ways, to help poor children, orphans, widows in need of assistance, young people. Young not... people? Well, yes. Young men, young women, many of whom need help in all sorts of ways. Why do you look at me like that? What.
0: What did you say your name is?
1: Catherine Wilson. Why do you ask? You, you look.
0: You look very much like a young woman I. I was engaged to marry once. It's strange. You, you didn't look like her when you came in, but now you. You seem
1: to be changing. Before my very eyes. Oh, I, no, Mr. Gray. I am me. <laughs> no. No, you're not. You. You're Sybil Vane. Mr. Gray. You're but... Sybil.
0: Only. You can't be because you're. dead.
1: Dead. You are dead. Aren't you? Please, Mr. Gray, take your hands off me. What's come over <laughs> you, sir? You're, you're not dead. You are here. It, it is you, Ah, oh, Sybil,
0: Sybil, my darling. Mr. Gray, no, please. don't pull away. Let me hold you, embrace you, love oh. you as I once. Oh, oh, good Lord! Oh, what am I doing? You're, you're not Sybil Vane.
1: Mr. Grey, I'm, I'm afraid you're ill, not yourself. I'll. I shall come back some other day. No, good day, Mr. Gray. What happened to me? What is happening to me?
0: Sir, are you all right? The young lady said she thought you were ill. I confess, I, I, I don't feel altogether well. Some brandy, sir? Yes. Please, Harry. Big pardon, sir. Why, why... I think you called me Harry. Oh, how could I possibly have called you Harry? Harry's dead. Sir Henry dead, sir. What? What? Sir, you are ill. No, 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 no. Don't try to get up, sir. Sit right there. I'll fetch the brandy. Yes. Yes, do that. (laughs) You'll forgive my saying so, sir, but to judge from Sir Henry's high spirits when you returned from the opera last night... He has many years yet to live. In hell. Sir, you're saying the strangest things. Here, here, drink this. Oh, thank you, Harry. Sir, it's Park, uh, your manservant. The best servant a man ever had. A devoted man. More friend than servant. Better friend than any of them. Better friend than you are, Harry. You swine. Sir. Get out, Harry. Damn you. Get out. Mr. Dorian, sir. What? What, Parker? Sir, I'm going to fetch the doctor. Doctor? No <laughs> doctor can help me, Parker. Permit me to differ, sir. I, I shall fetch him at once. Oh. Only Parker, sir, it's eleven o'clock. I thought I'd just look in on you before retiring. How do you feel, sir? Not well. I can't sleep. The powders the doctor prescribed, they, they don't help. They've made me worse, if anything. Filled my head with all sorts of fearful thoughts, Parker. Nightmarish thoughts of death. Decay. Ah. Uh, uh. <laughs> what have I done? Oh, what have I done? Yeah, no, Mr. Dorian, don't take on so... Why, for a man like you to have thoughts of death that's so ridiculous, sir? Look at you, so young, so handsome, so full of spit. I am old and ugly and decayed. Oh, yes, sir, if you could see yourself in the glass, but... Never mind now. Here, let me... Pull the quilt up around your shoulders, and then you'll sleep. Uh, One thing more. Who was that at the front door earlier tonight? Oh, well, nothing important, sir. Uh, It was a message from Mr. Hallward's housekeeper, sir. Basil's housekeeper? Why would she send a message? Well, she thought you'd want to know, since you were one of his closest friends... Were, oh, I'm sorry to tell you he's dead, sir. How? He took his own life, sir. Oh, 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 no, sir, oh. sir I, I shouldn't have told you. Oh, I'll fetch oh. the doctor. No, no, no. Yeah, you need help. Yes, yes, and you can help me part of anything, sir. Anything. Help me, help me to the attic. I, I feel too weak to go alone, nor do I dare go alone. And there is something I must do. Help me, good friend, please help me. Careful, careful, let me get an arm around you. The, the candle, candle. Yeah, the candle. Uh, can you manage easily? Let us go then. Oh. What is it you wish to do? I shall... I shall need a knife. I, I'll go down and fetch... Him. No. No need. No need. Shine that candle over there. Yes, sir. <gasps> Mr. told him That looks like a body. A dead body. It is... It is... Sir Henry's body. Sir Henry? I... Murdered him last night With a knife It is in his back Take it out and bring it to me Oh, sir You said you would help me Yes, yes, and I shall A knife, sir And now The portrait Mr. Orwood's painting of you The one we brought up here months ago It is still there In the corner Amidst the shadows. I must destroy it. Oh, no, sir. Bring the candle. Sir, I don't know what this is all about, Sir Henry. Murder, destroying your portrait. One of the most beautiful paintings that ever... Oh, no. Yes. Now you see why it must be destroyed. It will be destroyed by me. Now! hell with you, and there, burn in the nethermost fires of the pit, suffer, suffer with torture and torment the devil can heap upon you for the purification of your soul. Oh, no. Mr. Dorian, Mr. Dorian! The portrait! Look at the portrait! <laughs> changing. Heaven protect us. It's changing before my very eyes, that, that hideous monster is becoming young and handsome and, and beautiful. It's you, sir. You. As Mr. Horwood painted you. Here, yeah. let me hold you up so you can look for the, oh, oh. You. You are becoming... Yes. With that scabrous loathsome, I have become what I really am, the true picture of Dorian Gray. (laughs) And so died Dorian Gray, turning physically into the hideous and loathsome thing which was his soul, as the portrait became once again the handsome youth he once had been. As I read the picture of Dorian Gray, I couldn't help but wonder if our modern penchant for doing your own thing might not be leading some of us, at least, to the same end as poor Dorian. I don't know. What do you think? I'll be back shortly. Wilde poured into the picture of Dorian Gray all his brilliant wit and all his wisdom, too. The wisdom of experience. For Wilde lived life to the hilt and paid for it, as must we all. Our cast included Nick Pryor, Norman Rose, and Roger DeCoven. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown a preview of our next tale. Unlatch that belt, pale face, or I'll use it to make your other end red.
1: Better get on your horse. My Mom. I love you. (laughs) I love you too, Billy boy. And I also could kill your Uncle Ralph for this stupid birthday present. Guns. What place do they have in our life? Or anyone's? the back doorbell always ring when you're at the front. Coming! All right, all right. What's so important? Yes? Hello, wife.
0: Long time no see.
1: Who are you? What do you...
0: Mystery Theater was sponsored in part by Buick Motor Division and Anheuser Busch Incorporated, Brewers of Budweiser. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our Mystery Theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time,
1: pleasant dreams.